whether we think we can or think we can't, we're right. So we have to change our mindset in order to change other people's mindset. And welcome to the Million Dollar Speaker Podcast. Hi, I'm Arby Robinson, and I'm the master speaker trainer, international speaker, and author of Speak Up, Get Clients, and your host today for the Million Dollar Speaker Podcast. And I am thrilled that you're here, thrilled that you're listening, because this podcast is a little bit different in that I like to show you how to become a million dollar speaker, reach millions of people, and make millions doing it. And the way we do that is by being impactful. Yes, being impactful. So my topic today is impactful communication how you can speak and have that impact and not just impact when you step on stage, but impact any time you speak, whether it's a small group or a large group. So let's get started. So the I, now if you've been listening to me for any length of time, you know that I love acronyms. I love to use acronyms. I teach people how to use acronyms because it's just a great way for listeners to learn. And it's a great way to teach and be able to stay on point. So I just love them. So we're going to spell out the word impactful. And the I in impactful stands for inspire. Yes, it stands for inspire. You need to inspire your audience if you're going to be impactful. If you want to make that impact on them, you're not going to do it if you're not excited about your topic. You can't get anybody excited if you're not excited. So you must be inspired. You must have enthusiasm and energy to be able to share your passion of what it is that you're talking about or what it is you're trying to get others to do, whether it's it's to believe what you believe, whether it's an idea, whatever it is, maybe it's a vision of yours, you have to inspire them. Now, I had a student in one of my classes, and he was selling a very popular energy drink. And during his final presentation, it was so lackluster that I pulled him aside and just mentioned to him, maybe he better be taking a sip of his own drink. You've got to be inspired. You've got to be inspired in order to inspire others. So again, the first letter in impactful is inspire. Now, the M stands for mindset. A famous quote by Henry Ford says, if you think you can or think you can't, you're right. <laughs> if you, whether you think you can or think you can't, you're right. And that's all about our mindset. Whether we think we can or think we can't, we're right. So we have to change our mindset in order to change other people's mindsets. So one way that we can do this is by doing declarations. Now, a lot of people do affirmations. And let me tell you the difference between an affirmation and a declaration. An affirmation is when you might say something like, oh, I want to lose weight. I'm going to lose weight. But a declaration is when you say, 
I, I weigh 118 pounds and I can eat whatever I want. So an affirmation might be, I, I need to become a better sales master. I need to be better at closing sales. A declaration is I am master. I am a master at sales. I have mastered sales. I have self-mastery of sales, but it, it's that I am statement. So you want to make sure that you are in the right mindset if you are going to change other people's mindset and have them see your vision. So M is for mindset, really important, really important to listen to what we say to ourselves. The P is for persuade. We need to make sure that we're using persuasive language that our listeners will be persuaded to, to what? to move forward, to take action. Now, one way that we do this, just imagine for a moment a pyramid. And at the bottom of the pyramid, it's find out what your listeners want. Find out what your customers want. And then the next level is give it to them, right? And the top level is you are that solution. So many times we are in a situation and people try to sell us what we don't want. We might want weight loss, but they try to sell us supplements for better health. Listen to your clients, listen to your audience, listen to your customers and give them only what they want. You can sell them other things later if you choose to do so. But whenever I think of this pyramid and it's a pyramid of persuasive speaking, I think of the time when I was in Egypt. Several years ago, I got the opportunity to speak at Christopher Howard's Billionaire Adventure Club. Oh, it's quite exciting. There was over 100 of us. There was 19 mentors, and the rest of, the, rest of the people were, were attendees. We would do our mentoring in the morning, and then in the afternoon, we would go on excursions. And this particular day, we were going to go into the Great Pyramid. Now, there's three pyramids. There's Papa Pyramid, there's Mama Pyramid, and then there's Baby Pyramid. Well, we were in line to go into the great big Papa Pyramid, and all of a sudden, by 10 o'clock, the line was shut down. You see, they only let 200 people per day get into that big pyramid. So we went into the second biggest pyramid, which was much smaller, actually, in size than the Papa Pyramid. So small that we had to bend over in order to go through the small, tiny entrance onto wooden slats that go downward into the center of the pyramid. Now, as we're walking, of course, bent over, there's people in front of me, people behind me, you know, wall-to-wall -wall people. And as we go down into the center, all of a sudden, the light from outside disappears. It vanishes. And now we're in the dark. I panicked. And I thought to myself, I don't have to do this right now. I'll come back to Egypt someday and I'll do it then. And I turned around to leave. I actually was going to leave. And the guy behind me, he was part of our group. He said, are you sure? And he said it in this like English accent, right? Are you sure? And I went, Ugh. 
And I turned back around and went back down into the center of the pyramid. Now, when I got in there, it was nothing like I imagined. And there nothing was in there. And it was only a crypt. And people were laying in the crypt, actually. <laughs> but I got in there, looked around, and I booked it out of there fast. Now, as I was leaving, there was another girl coming down the pikeway that was in our tour. And she's about six feet tall. And she comes down the pike and she hands me her phone and asks me to take a picture. Now, she knows darn well that we're not supposed to take pictures of anything inside the pyramid. But she was the only thing between me and the outside. So she was very persuasive because what I wanted was to get out of Dodge. So I grabbed her phone, took a picture and gave it back to her. And then I was able to scoot by her and leave the pyramid. So you need to find out what people want. And I wanted to get out of there and she wanted a photo and give them what they want. And then again, that's how you will create more sales and more impact. Now, the A is for authentic or authenticity. And we hear that word a lot. Speak and be authentic. Speak and be authentic. We hear that. But are we really being authentic? Being authentic to me means being vulnerable. It means being real, being who you are. Now, on stage and off, I'm the same person. If you know me, you'll know, you'll see I'm exactly the same. I flub up and goof up on stage like everybody else, and I own it, and that's okay. But I am a strong woman of faith, and I bring my faith to the stage every time I speak. You see, I believe in God. Now, you could believe whatever you want to believe. You could call him whatever you want to call him. I'm not saying you need to call him what I do. I'm just saying I bring my God on stage. And his words are powerful. And so are ours. You see, God said, let there be light. And there was light. He made us in his own image. That means, ladies and gentlemen, our words are just as powerful as God's that they create things. They've created the world that we're in right now. They've created this podcast. They created you listening to it. That's how powerful our words are. And we need to be careful what we say at all times. We need to be deliberate. We need to be concise. And we need to be authentic. And that is the key. And not just being one level of authentic, but we want to be nakedly authentic. Nakedly authentic. What does that mean? That means to be real, means to be transparent, means to be 100% of who you are. Now, I'm just not saying you have to take skeletons out of the closet. That's not what I'm saying. Just don't be afraid to be who you are. If you like golf, then talk about it. If you like skydiving, talk about it. If you, you know, whatever, whatever is exciting to you, whatever you're about, don't be afraid. Be respectful, of course, at all times, but be you. There's only one you, be you. So again, be authentic, nakedly authentic.
Now, the C in impactful stands for courage. Sometimes it takes courage to be authentic, but it always takes courage to make an impact. Now, Candy Leitner was a single mom. She was a real estate agent. And one day, one weekend, she is out shopping with her girlfriends. She drives home and she notices as she pulls up into the driveway that her ex-husband and her mom and dad are sitting on her porch. And so she drives up with this, you know, inquisitive look on her face and her husband comes to the window of the car, leans in and tells her, we lost Carrie. Now, Carrie is their 13-year-old daughter. And Candy learned that Carrie was walking with a girlfriend to the church, to their church festival, and all, and she got hit by a, by a drunk driver, that, a hit and run, and that she was hit so hard that she died instantly. She was hit so hard that her tiny little body flew up into the air, onto the ground, and that her organs were not fit for donation. Of course, that made Candy upset. That made Candy mad. Later, Candy finds out that the guy that hit and killed her little daughter was caught by his own wife in the garage, in his garage, wiping off the blood, Carrie's blood, from his bumper. And his wife turned him in because it wasn't his, wasn't his first offense. He got 72 hours in jail for killing Carrie. That made Candy mad. So Candy had the courage to do something about it. And that was create Mothers Against Drunk Drivers mad. And she went all over the country speaking. She started in PTA meetings and neighborhood watch meetings and assemblies, school assemblies and churches. And it went on and on and on. And it wasn't long before she had over 100 chapters nationwide. And it said that Candy changed two laws, one of them raising the the. Um, the drinking age to 21 in most states, not every state, but most states nationally, and lowering the, the blood alcohol level. It has been said that those two laws, that Candy is responsible. Now, she brought awareness as well. But with those two laws, Candy has saved over 250,000 lives. Now, that took courage. That took courage to go out and speak. It took courage to share her own story. It took courage to stand up to politics, to go there and ask for these laws to be changed. It took a lot of courage. So when we think of courage and you want to, and she's made an impact. When we think of you having courage, think about what wrong do you want to make right? Is it bullying? Is it human trafficking? What is it? Is it dog abuse to end dog abuse? What is it that you want to make right? It takes courage and you have that courage, my friend. You have the courage that it takes to step out 
and make that lasting impact. The T in impactful stands for truth. Yes, we must always tell the truth, no matter what, no matter if it hurts, no matter if it's embarrassing, we must always tell the truth. And again, I'm not talking about taking out, you know, some personal stuff that happened in your family that maybe you're not healed from yet. But we must tell the truth because let me share this story. When I was born, <laughs> let me go back that far. Now, when I was six months old, I got pneumonia as a baby and it settled in my ears and I couldn't hear. And so when I was in school, in grammar school, I would play. I would stack up books and play, you know, little, you know, animation and all kinds of fun stuff. And I would talk to my neighbors and I would ask them, you know, what did she say? What did my teacher say? What did this? What did that? So I was talking a lot because I couldn't hear. When my report cards came out, they would always say they liked me as a student, but I talked too much. That's what was always on my report card because I couldn't hear. It went undetected. My hearing loss went undetected until I was 13 years old. 13. 13 years old. I was in eighth grade by then. All of that learning. And by the way, I was not an A student. No, you, you don't go through life not being able to hear um, and become an A student when you don't know what you don't know, right? You didn't, I didn't know I couldn't hear. I was a C student. But it went undetected till I was 13. And then finally, a teacher noticed, sent me to get hearing tests, and voila, the truth be known. And my parents immediately took me for ear surgery. When I was 16, I had my second ear surgery done. And what it is, is it's called a stapledectomy, where they take out the bone that was frozen and put in a wire. So I could hear, it was great. But I went in for my second surgery at 16. Now I am, I'm a sophomore, junior in high school. And I was embarrassed. I was embarrassed to tell people that I was going for ear surgery. I didn't even tell my boyfriend at the time. So I lied and I said that I was going in for some preliminary tests. I mean, whatever, I made something up. To my horror, three days later, when I returned to school, it was rumored that I had an abortion. That's right. It was rumored. And of course, my boyfriend was upset, right? Because I was a virgin. <laughs> you can imagine his, you know, dilemma. And yes, I was a virgin all through high school until I got married at 19. So I was involved in, in the Jesus movement at the time, and there was no reason for anybody to think ill of me. But because I left a gap that, that people were uh, test, what kind of test? I left a gap. So people filled in the gap. So tell the truth, because if you don't tell the truth, people's truth that they make up, my friend, will be uglier than the real truth could ever be. So always tell the truth and that truth will set you free.
the F, the F in impactful. Oh, I have many things I could use for the F, but I use forgive. I could have used faith. I could have used so many things, but I want to say forgive because sometimes just like that story, I had to forgive people for thinking that. And oftentimes we have to forgive our clients. We have to forgive our family. We have to forgive people that have hurt us in the past in order for us to move forward and have that infinite impact that we want to have. So forgive others who have hurt you in the past. The you, the you is for unique. Unique. You are unique. Your message is unique. I believe that each and every one of us has a message to share that only we can share to people that can only hear it from us. And that message will save someone's life, their business, or even their soul. Now, I used to think years ago that I used to think that if you couldn't deliver your message, it could be taken away from you and given to someone else who could deliver it. And then one day I'm in a church and I hear the pastor say this. God has given you unique gifts, each and every one of us, unique. That means one of a kind. And if we don't use those gifts, they will be unused for all eternity. And in that moment, I said, that's it. That's it with our message. If we don't use our message, if we don't deliver our message, it will be undelivered for all eternity. And that means those lives you were supposed to save, those businesses you were supposed to save, or those souls that you were supposed to say, go on suffering. That's how huge it is for you to get out there, get trained, step on stage, and make an impact with your words because no one else can do it. Unique message. The, F, the L in impactful is for language. Language. We must watch our language. We must speak the language of our customer, the language of our audience, the language of our listeners as much as we can, especially if we're speaking to diverse audiences or different age groups. We need to learn about language. And so many times people just will say anything that comes to mind. When I was, um, when I was younger and I found myself, my first marriage didn't work out and I found myself single again. My friend, this was before, before social media, this was before uh, uh, all the dating sites. So this was a long, long time ago. And my friends would tell me that, you know, guys would look at me and, you know, as we were driving in the car and I wouldn't even notice, I wouldn't even look over. I wouldn't even notice that I didn't pay any attention. So this particular day, it was a, it was Easter Sunday. And I went to church and then I was driving to visit my mother who was living in an assisted living facility. So I visited her on Easter Sunday and then I'm driving back home, getting ready to get on the freeway. And I noticed this guy in a car next to me, pulls up next to me. So I roll down my window and he leans out the car. You want to make some love? 
<laughs> and the only thing to think of uh, that I could think of saying to him was, it's Easter Sunday, right? And I rolled up the window and just got out of there as fast as I could. That wasn't my language. Not that I, of course, would do it anyway, but, it, but you've got to watch what you're saying. And, and I, the only thing I could think of saying back was it's Easter Sunday, <laughs> right? So language is so important to pay attention to what comes out of your mouth because our words can heal or our words can heal. And I always say our words can sell or our words can repel. And that, of course, was very repelling language to me. So those are some of the ways that you can be impactful by inspiring, changing your mindset, being persuasive, being authentic, having the courage to speak the truth, and of course, forgive others. And remember, you have that unique message and always use the language of your listeners. So I hope this podcast today was impactful on you and your future. Now, go out and make infinite impact. Bye for now. We'll see you next week. Thank you so much for listening to the Million Dollar Speaker Podcast. Please hop on over to iTunes and leave us a review and feel free to share our channel with your friends and family. Also, you can find us on YouTube, Facebook, LinkedIn. We would love to hear from you. And remember, you are one step closer to becoming a million dollar speaker.